Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at Stamford Bridge. It's finished Chelsea 3, Newcastle United 0. We haven't progressed past the fourth round of the FA Cup again under Ashley. That's now never happened. I think we've won only four FA Cup games in the last decade, I think the stat was, which is pretty horrific. Um, look, it was always going to be a tough game against a very, very good side, third in the table. Turned us over in the league at Stamford Bridge earlier as well. The team selection was a bit curious. I'm, I'm sure most people didn't expect a few of the names on there, but obviously... With such a huge game at home to Burnley on Wednesday, which will significantly also um, indicate the end of the transfer window. Uh, there was a few surprises in there, so we went for a five-man defence. I know that we, we've done this against Man City, it's not a huge surprise that we went for it again. We had Haidara came in at left wing-back, we had Manquillo as the right wing-back. Uh, Mbemba joined Clark and Lascelles. Dollar retained his place in goal. And joining Shelby and Hayden in centre of midfield was a um, forgotten man again, Henri Save, who had been heavily linked with the move away from Newcastle this window. Might still happen. There's only a, there's still a couple of days left. And with basically Richie played a free role in behind Gale. Pretty, uh, quite similar to, I think, what we saw at Stoke, where um, Atsu played in behind Perez. Um, with a with a roaming um, role there, and <clears throat> dis, despite some some you know some forgotten men coming in to the starting eleven, we didn't do too badly actually starting out. I mean, we retained a lot more possession than I ever expected to in the first. I mean, it was in a way it was very similar to the way we started at Stamford Bridge in the league. We we the first twenty minutes we were really exceptional. We were pressing them high, we were we were making life difficult for Chelsea who, you know, very astute passes, they can move from box to box in a few passes, Hazard is obviously a world-class player, so it's about trying to contain his movement, and today we saw him play that a free role as well, obviously he was coming in from the left wing, but he was popping up everywhere if you, if you managed to catch the game in full. He was popping up all over the pitch on the right-hand side and left-hand side. <clears throat> he was um, heavily involved in goals as well. So we we know how dangerous he can be. But we I thought for the first 20-25 minutes, we took the game to Chelsea. We were proactive and we we did sort of treat it like a cup fixture, like a one-off. And, and, and that was really, really encouraging. I mean, it's interesting to see that after 25 minutes given how we all know how poor our possession has been all season, we had 47% possession after halfway through the first half at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea with Savvy in the team. I mean, I'm laughing because he, he, he made a couple of you know, poor passes, gave the, gave the ball away a couple of times. Um, obviously, we'll get, on to, <clears throat> we'll get on to the second goal very shortly. But I thought... I thought Mbemba got in a few good challenges. I thought he looked busy. I thought in the opening half an hour, Haidara, given I hadn't seen him play in months, uh, he looked busy, looked lively, looked like he wanted the ball. He was, I think he, he suits that left wing back 
rule quite well. But again, I think what, what got us today, and I think it was a little bit of, yes, it wasn't our strongest team, definitely, without question. Rafa, obviously, focusing on that Premier League match, which survivals everything, and he probably supposed, under percent, low percentages, we're unlikely to beat Chelsea, even with our best team. So the Premier League game is more important. That thinking can be easily criticised, I think, but... We all know how precarious the league position is. We all know how good Chelsea are. And, you know, for the best part of the first half, we actually took the game to them. We went for it. We did go for it. So, you know, it was this high, it was this high pressing that really caused them problems. And I thought, I thought Shelby in the first half was the, was the man to make everything happen for us. He looked really on fire he had a couple of really good shots I think it was a Hadar across from the left and he sort of controlled a, a quite a high shot of a volley towards the, the the post that had to be tipped round by Willy Caballero some more high pressing put Chelsea under uh, defence under scrutiny because they kept trying to play the ball out from the goalkeeper and we won the ball back and Shelby had a chance and that was beaten away by Caballero so Shelby was popping up everywhere and even I felt he was one of these games where, you know, he makes a challenge, daft challenge, but I thought he wasn't trying to, I didn't think feel his attitude had got the better of him. I thought he was just getting stuck in, which is, you know, there can be a fine line sometimes, particularly with somebody as temperamental as Shelby, but I thought he, I thought he played really well first half. I really, really do. But when you push forward and you've got possession and you're trying to create chances at the other end, what are Chelsea able to do? They're able to break with pace, break very efficiently and effectively, and in a few passes and moves, they can have a shot and goal, and that's exactly what happens. So, Pedro receives the ball around the halfway line. Clark comes right out to meet Pedro, but he sort of doesn't get anywhere near him in the same respect. Pedro sprays a, a really impressive diagonal ball, which got in behind Mbemba, and into uh, uh, Hazard, and what's happened is, um, you know, Mbemba's trying to shadow him, Lascelles has come out because um, Manquillo's tracking a run behind him, um, it's basically, it's a Jamal Lascelles has, has, has come out to block that run and to block a potential shot, what he's done Lascelles as he's left Batshuayi completely unmarked and because Clark has burst his way forward and hasn't got back fast enough Lascelles has left Batshuayi completely unexposed and he has uh, he's got a tap in basically Doll has got absolutely no chance and that's 1-0 to Newcastle um, 1-0 to Chelsea and we it's a really really cheap goal to give away I feel we, we, we got two carried away pushing men forward and Clark should never be, and even if Clark has gone that far forward, he needs to be busting a gut to get back. I didn't feel that the attitude was was right today. And I'm not just signalling out Clark because there was others, and I'll get onto those for the second goal. But Lascelles probably feels he's got no choice but to block uh, the run of Manquillo's uh, man. Um, I can't remember who it was. But Manquillo's lost him, so Manquillo's second best. Lascelles had to come across to block a direct shot between him and Darlow, and then they've just sprayed it out to, to Batshuayi, who's passed it in, and, and a very, very, very 
simple goal on the half hour and it just sort of it just undid a lot of really really good work and, and potential upset that we might have caused them um, the second the second goal was very kind of similar Clark committed himself forward to the point that actually we were on the attack Clark passed it in and Clark shot forward next to Gale in the, in our, in, in the opposition penalty area Ball goes square to Save, who runs into trouble. He did this against West Ham, and Arnautovic scored. If you remember the opening goal in the in the in that victory um, at the Olympic Stadium, and then then they went on another counter attack, and it's it's fed into Hazard, who has Mbemba shadowing shadowing him again. But look what's happened, Haidara who was around Savé when he got when he lost the possession is chasing down the left hand side and he stops running Batshuayi has, has just breezed into the box and there's twice that Batsh, uh, that the Hadara is only a couple of yards away from Batshuayi and if he Hadara's quick we know he's quick if he's got pace I know he's made a Weetabix most of the time but if he is fit enough to play he should be busting a gut to get back in goal side of Batshuayi and give him a difficult, give him some sort of challenge and obstacle to scoring. So twice he's sort of like got, oh, and then he stopped, and he's gone again, and he stopped again, and it's just, it's piss poor attitude that, it's awful. And what, what you've got is again, Lascelles has to just throw himself in between Darlo and, and the striker. It's, it's deflected off Lascelles' leg when he's gone to tackle, and it's looped over Darlo, who again has absolutely no chance, no chance with it. And it's looped in, it's 2-0. And you're thinking, well, 2-0 at half-time. That, that really hasn't been a 2-0 half at all. But I think I, I just think the attitude of Clark and the attitude of Hydara and, and Savage sort of loose passing, the, the, the it just was really, really poor. And, and that's why you go... I mean, look at the two teams, both made errors in that first half. But Chelsea were the only ones to punish us because we just didn't have the quality to make the most, to exploit their loose passes, uh, their giveaways. I mean, we had it, there's a chance, another high pressing chance in the first half where um, it got played into Richie. Um, Gale's cutting in across the box, so he's trying to feed Gale and going behind. Gale's trying to do some elaborate back heel back to Richie, despite there being loads of Chelsea players around him. And then Gale has the audacity and temerity to, to shout at Richie for not <laughs> not latching onto his blind back heel. So like at that point, a striker being played in with a ball, their defence are in disarray. Have a have a crack, mate. You've scored in the league here a few months ago. So have a go. And it's just that lack of this is why we, this is why we're after Jorgen, this is why we're after a striker. Whether it's Jorgensen or Slimani or Luan or whoever it is who comes in, if they come in, <laughs> skepticism would say nobody's coming in and it's going to be a disaster. But we'll we'll get round to that at the end. But that's why you need to take your chances. But half time, stats wise, we're looking canny. Chelsea, stats wise, have had eight shots and only two on target. And guess what? Those two on target have gone in. We've had, first half, six shots, five on target. So you've had more than double the amount of chances on target. So no one can say that we sat back. No one can say that we, we were anti-football, that we killed the game off. We didn't. We were proactive in the first half. 
3-0 will not reflect that first half performance at all. It just won't. It'll probably be easy forgotten given the scoreline. But this is what it is. So, and we had a couple of really, really dangerous corners towards the end of the first half as well. If you remember, um, you know, Shelby being involved, um, Mbemba had a really good uh, shot that was saved by Caballero, and we, we had them on the ropes, but for some reason, we went into the second half, yeah, we would have been demoralised, because 2-0 certainly didn't reflect how the first half went. Possession had gone back down to 42% at that point, so we were getting more of a, you know, back to form, if you will. But the second half just seemed to completely peter out. Um, I don't know if it was more Chelsea starting to take a stranglehold after being on in sort of maybe third, fourth gear in the in the first half and not going full guns, or whether we just simply burnt out from high intensity pressing. Now this has been a possible issue, and we've gone away to the big teams: Man United at Old Trafford, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, even against uh, Man City at the Etihad, really, really high intensity and good performance pressing in the, in the first half an hour or, what, or, or whatever, and certainly in the first half for the majority. But then second half, we just collapse and capitulate and maybe we just don't have the, the players who have the stamina, maybe because we don't have the strikers to finish the chances that we're creating early on. By the time those chances have come and gone, it's sort of too. It's just kind of too late. The other team has a go. They do score, and then the game's gone. So, it it's a really, really difficult one to pinpoint exactly what's going wrong and why we can't. If it's a fitness thing, maybe we don't have the squad depth to rotate so that people are fresh enough to be able to keep going for longer than half, like one half. I don't know. What do you What do you think? How did you view that in the in the in, in the second half and, and, and in previous games, it's it is just becoming a recurring theme that I've noticed, and it it means that when we don't the longer we don't score, the more chance the other team just grow in confidence and just think ah they've had the best of their chances and they're just not putting it away today and they won't and then we don't. I thought, um, you know, I thought Darlow second half was excellent. I'll probably give my entire man of the match to Darlow just for his second half performance because we really were just we would we were completely absent in the second half. We had a couple of chances. Shelby had a header. Save tried to hit a 40-yard screamer for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Not sure what he was trying to do there. Redeem his earlier mistake. It's not the way you do it, Henri. Give it to somebody who can actually score from that distance. Or let's just have a regular move an attempt at goal, you know. Um, Alonso had a really vicious volley that was palmed, I think it slightly deflected off Manquillo as well, and Darlow was there to palm it away, and I thought that was really uh, good goalkeeping, and it was kind of giving some confidence, but obviously, 71 minutes, uh, Zappa Costa, I think it is, and Savez a judge to have fouled him, but, you know, you look at the replay, and I didn't see loads of, Contact there, and I think Zappa Costa's gone down very easily. I think he's duped the referee a little bit there. Um, and then Alonso's just scored from a direct free kick, as he's done so many times this season. As much as the goal, the strike didn't actually go top corner past Darlow, I think he hit it with such ferocity and on such a low trajectory that it was 
very difficult for Dollar to do anything about. It was quite high as well. Um, I'm not going to give Dollar too much blame for that because I think there's not you can't really legislate for it for something like that. It's like a penalty. It's when somebody's so good at free kicks and he and he it was a very very good strike. There's no you can really do about it, but it was kind of just indicative of the pressure that Chelsea had started started to apply on us in the first, in, in, in on the second half after you know a relatively shaky first half for them. Um, but I think at that point it's still it's pretty much it, well it's game over. And to be honest, when Hosselu came on, and this isn't a reflection on Hosselu particularly, but I think at the time Hosselu came on for Gale, the game was over. It felt flat. It felt like we'd lost our mobility up front anyway. And Richie'd started to fatigue. We didn't have much penetration because at that point Murphy and Atsu were still on the bench. And it just did we did I think that was we were almost like thrown in the towel there. And and it was just from that moment we'd just sort of given up. And I think that was before the, the, the third goal. But when the third goal went in, that was absolutely game over. Um, although I've got to give massive uh, appreciation to the new, travelling Newcastle fans who you could hear after we went 3-0 down, those fans were shouting for Rafa Benitez, giving him um, all the love and um, singing their hearts out, and the, that'll mean a lot to him, especially at Stamford Bridge where he didn't feel appreciated. To get that appreciation when you're 3-0 down from the Newcastle fans will mean a lot to Rafa Benitez, and it's things like that that keep him at this club it's no it's no exaggeration to say so it's it's that connection that he has with fans and that understanding the mutual appreciation that keeps a world-class manager like Rafa Benitez hanging around when his job is very very difficult and he's not given the tools to be able to optimize his potential here so that's that that's brilliant you could hear the singing blade races as well fans were loud raucous even in the face of defeat, so that was, I thought that was really spot on, really, really spot on. Um, and this is after seeing quite an abject performance, and, you know, I've spoken in the last few weeks about how I feel that Newcastle's mentality is one of the best in the bottom half, and that I think this togetherness and unity that we have gives us an edge over our rivals uh, battling for relegation, because we won't capitulate like others, but today I really felt we capitulated, and maybe it was the the new lads coming in who haven't really been getting much first team football, maybe it was to do with them, but then Clark let me down today, I really did, and that was very, very disappointing. I don't know if it was a tactic that we were playing with a back three, so Clark had license to, to, to push up, to try and nick a goal, that might have been uh, an instruction for him by Rafa himself, but ultimately he needs to take responsibility for being out of position, not once, but twice, for, for both their opening goals, and that that is poor. <laughs> Regardless of what those instructions were, you've still got to, you've still got to apply the instructions at, at an appropriate time. And I don't feel that either of those. I just, I just felt the attitude was lacking there, and he wasn't the only one. But there was a few guys in the team today that I just wasn't happy with, and were out the cup because of it. And maybe we we're never going to beat them, but we certainly didn't give ourselves the best chance. So. You know, that wasn't a particularly dirty game. I mean, Zappa Costa went to land one on Hadara after uh, after he got a nick on his sock in the first half. Um, but as much as I expected Hadara to get stretched off, um, he's, he managed to play on. Chelsea had a couple more chances, a lot more chances in the, in, in the closing uh, 
moments, the sort of final 10 minutes. Uh, Pedro got th put through one-on-one. -on -one. Um, Batshuayi had a, had a chance that was saved by Dolo for his, for his hat-trick. Um, that was one where he, uh, he, I think he megged Mbemba and then he tried to he tried to hit an acute angle against Dolo, but he stood strong. Dolo stood strong again against Batshuayi on the other side of the, of the box. So he did make a lot of very impressive saves, Dolo, and that, that given that we capitulated by that point, certainly in the second half, for me that could have easily been um, five, six. It really could have. The way they played in the second half and the way we just just seemed to stop caring or we just lost belief completely. I mean, Murphy and Atsu came on to add a bit of penetration, but I think by that point the game's gone already. I'd like to see I'd like to see Atsu and Murphy play against Burnley, and I think that's maybe why Richie started today. I think we might see that pace, that penetration against Burnley, who have a very good defence, but maybe don't have the mobility to um, to deal with pace uh, and, and, and trickery and, and, and direct running. Um, so look, I've said my piece, I don't think I like the application of a lot of players, but ultimately we're against a very, very good side that's worth tens of millions more than us. We're also prioritising the league game against Burnley on Wednesday now. This is this is the problem with the FA Cup because the FA Cup used to used to just to land on a weekend that wasn't surrounded by any other uh, Premier League fixtures, so you could treat it as another Premier League game, and therefore you saw many more um, first choice teams and, and strong 11s getting put out. Whereas, as much as we're on a weekend and we're playing FA Cup fourth round, there's a whole match of fixtures on Tuesday and it's like Sunday, so there's. There'll be teams playing in two days' time, and Wednesday, three days' time, we've got a huge game against Burnley at home, and we've really struggled at home. So we really, really, really need to stop that rot, and get three points. And there's no, it's no wonder that 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 teams don't value or respect the FA Cup anymore. When you've got you're surrounded by league fixtures, and the league is just so much more important uh, for, for Premier League status and for money. And, and, and all that comes with it and reputation. An FA Cup runs not you know can still put you in danger, as as, as Wigan found out a few years ago. Like they, they they were poor anyway, but they were looking to win the cup, I think, and, and great great achievement for them. But they got relegated, and it's like, well, what would you prefer? I think at, at this stage, at, at this stage at Newcastle's um, history, we need to remain in the Premier League. We need to give ourselves the best chance. Of being a, 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 a saleable asset for, for, for Mike Ashley to disappear. We need Mike Ashley to disappear and we need somebody else to come in, whether it's Stavely or whoever it might be, anybody. But I mean, look, it's the 28th of January. We have one loan signing in from Chelsea. Luan's been mentioned today. Um, Nikolai Jorgensen, we're not paying the asking price for whatever reason, which is mental given that we started going in from five, six days before the window shuts. That's our own fault if we have to pay a premium, everyone. Um, and Slomani's been mentioned as well, but I don't think there's too much in that. So we're after a goalkeeper as well. It's Dubravka. Who knows what's happening? And it's going to be toxic, I think, against uh, Burnley if we don't manage to, to pull something out of the bag. And Rafa probably will walk, and he's going to delay contract talks until after um, he sees what happens over the next few months, and right, right, rightly so. Anyway, I've been Adam. 3-0 against Chelsea, out the FA Cup. But a huge, huge game against Burnley on Wednesday. 
I'll see you for that. Please subscribe on YouTube. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. Facebook and Twitter. You know where we are. Come and find us. Come and follow us. Come and subscribe and tell your friends. I've been Adam. This has been the Toon Network. Thanks very much. Bye. See bye.